KUT's AT Explained is back with a brand new season. Our first episode, what's up with that tower in Clarksville? I've heard it called the Clarksville Eiffel Tower, the tower, the leaning tower of Clarksville, all those names. Subscribe to AT Explained wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget our next AT Explained live show at the Paramount Theater on April 3rd. Brand new stories told live on stage. Get your tickets at austintheater.org. Support for AT Explained Live comes from Meals on Wheels Central Texas and World Interiors. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Hello and welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that changed their lives and give us a glimpse into their creative process. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and this week we'll be hearing from Hannah Joy, lead singer, songwriter, and guitar player for the Australian trio Middle Kids. Now, Middle Kids is a relatively new band. Hannah and bass player Tim Fitz started working together in 2014 on her solo work, which was piano-based, and then she stood up from the piano and put on a guitar, and they teamed up with drummer Harry Day in 2016, like last year, and Middle Kids was formed. Their first single, Edge of Town, just took off. I mean, like, I first heard it when we started playing it here at KUTX, the radio station where we make this podcast. And it's a melodic pop gem that's melancholy and hooky all at the same time. And we dug it so much here that we asked middle kids to play our early morning broadcast during South by Southwest. And yay, they said yes. For most of us here at the station, it was the first time we had seen the band live, and they were so compelling. And for me, watching Hannah work the stage was was inspiring and really fun. Afterwards, I got to talk to her about an artist who helped her and is helping her find her way as a female front woman. So here she is, Hannah Joy from Middle Kids. Something I was thinking about that has been transformative is actually a person, Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac. I think for me, I actually started music on the piano and that's how I kind of started songwriting was just playing the piano and singing. So I really feel like really drawn to her kind of songwriting because I think she has a similar process. Because she wrote Songbird, which is like one of my all-time favorite songs. There's something about her voice that she projects into the world that I really resonate with and I feel so like inspired by. has always been someone that is like a bit of a mystery to me and it's funny because I growing up I loved Stevie Nicks as most of the world did but I think that's something I've really come to love about Christine is just her kind of solidarity almost in the background holding down the band Um, so she plays keys and did a lot of the songwriting um, especially on Rumours she had some great songs on there that album Um, and I just think that There's something I love about her in terms of even her background. So she came more from like a blues keys background. Um, But I just, I love her vibe in that she's like, she seems just very authentic and like steady and kind of peaceful on stage. And then her voice.
So contrasted, obviously, to Stevie Nicks, who's like a lot more nasally and like, I mean, amazing, but such a different sound. Took my love and I took it down. Climbed a mountain and I turned around. And I saw my reflection in the snow covered hills till the landslide brought me yeah, I mean, for me, I've always enjoyed Christine McVie way more than Stevie Nicks, even cool. when I was a little girl. But yeah. like, was there a time that you kind of made the switch or did, was it always so? Were you always drawn like a Christine? I mean, I don't think I even noticed. Like she wasn't really my consciousness. Like I like Fleetwood Mac. I'm not a hectic fan. I mean, I, I really like them, but I think that just lately probably in the last couple of years I've just have found myself listening to her songs and feeling very excited about her in like totality and even in who I want to be as a woman and as a musician she's not like super sexy she's just like I mean she is beautifully but she's just like this is who I am and like really wants to be all about the music and more like the vessel for the music you know what I mean like I really hope that I can be just the thing that puts the music out and I feel like she does that so beautifully. Like as opposed to Stevie Nicks, who's like air and spirit and like very much in front of the band. Like which, Chris, yeah, which, which is a beautiful thing. I love that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I just don't see like Christine's do it as well as Christine. You know, like I feel like she's so powerful, but she's so out of the picture in many ways. sounds like you see yourself like reflected in her because I think sometimes as an artist you need to find like where you where you are hmm. and if you look at a band like Fleetwood Mac and you you may not see yourself as Stevie Nicks like it's like I'm never gonna put on a flowy right dress and dance right. around in front of people that's right. not it's not gonna happen uh-huh. but um do you feel that kind of relationship to music like a very grounded relationship and a very like you said you want music to like work through you yeah I think so I think I mean in part I would freaking love to be more like out there in many ways I just like I get quite nervous so it's like not fully my vibe like I just can't get into that space as much um but I I do feel like music in my story has been so powerful and actually feels like just like an amazing entity that I get to engage with and everyone gets to engage with. So I feel like, yeah, like I'm a part of something that's not, that is so much bigger than me or the band or I don't know that sounds wishy-washy, but no, I mean, I've heard it before other songwriters talking about the process of writing is more of like tapping into something Mm. as opposed to like creating yeah. I mean, do you feel like that's how it works for you? Yeah, definitely. Like, sometimes I get scared because I don't know really how often I make the songs. You know, I get scared that I'm like, I don't really have much control over the process. I, there are obviously, like, things you can kind of implement different techniques or whatever. But often I just feel like a moment of inspiration will come that I don't really have control over, you know. 
which can be scary because you're like, will this just disappear? <laughs> <laughs> will someone turn off the faucet? Yeah, that's under? right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So for you, it's like it just kind of happens. Yeah, and I mean, there is definitely like just kind of slogging it out on the piano and just really trying to f- find new sounds. And you know, there's a lot that I can be doing to like work my muscles. And but I but I feel like without that kind of other mysterious element of inspiration that on its own is not enough and now back to christine mcvee Mm. part of i think what you brought up earlier was that as a woman Mm. and as a performer Mm. it can be hard to figure out what your place is and how you want to be yeah and i was actually pleasantly surprised at how like you have a nice physicality about you on stage Mm. like but like as a woman choosing not to go like a a sexualized route yeah can leave you with like not a lot of options on on what to be yeah. and how to how to be yeah has that been like a struggle for you becoming a performer and fronting a band yeah. i know you were a classical musician before yeah. which is a different thing very different i think that i wish i could just be like this is me and blah here i am and i there i think that is a lot of what i do but i definitely feel like there are a few kind of examples of types or like rock women types that I think are so powerful and amazing but I don't really fit into and so then sometimes I feel like what I'm left with is like jeans and a t-shirt and me being like you know but then I'm like that's not really me either like I I mean I love wearing jeans and t-shirt too but I feel like I want to also be more feminine in my physicality than just wearing jeans and a t-shirt you know I mean these are little things but I do feel like without kind of going a sexed up vibe or a rock jig vibe, you know, that it's kind of like, am I just boring now? You know, like, I don't know. Um, and I think this is where us growing as a band is so awesome because I think it's giving me time to grow and all the boys time to grow to kind of figure out who we are on our own and then also together as the band, which I think, I mean, even the last few months, as I keep following this thing, I feel like it starts kind of becoming more clear and helpful. I mean, because this is a new, a relatively it's, new yeah. project for you. And you mm-hmm. said that you mostly write on piano, but you only play guitar yeah. in this project. So, I mean, I'd be interested to know, like, where that shift kind of happened mm-hmm. and and what it's been like, you know, yeah. so far. I mean, it sounds like it's developing and it's becoming what it is. Yeah. But, like, what was the genesis of you going, like, well, actually, what I want to do. Yeah. Let's play guitar in uh-huh. front of band. Um, It's kind of cool. So I kind of for ages I felt like really stuck because I started doing my own thing as Hannah Joy and I was playing the piano and singing but I felt so limited in terms of being able to engage with the audience because you're just kind of behind a piano, you know, sitting down or even standing up and then I felt like it really kind of boxed me in this thing of like cute girl playing the piano singing her songs or whatever, you know, that's probably not even that true but that's how I felt. I've played the piano since I was three and I'm like still learning the guitars and I always wished I could play the guitar but I was way too nervous because I'm still like why would I switch from an instrument that I can like play I have such a strong relationship with and then go to something where I'm like oh but when I first wrote our single Edge of Town 
that's so Tim, that's my husband and he's our bassist. Um, we were like jamming on it, but it was originally an electro pop song and we knew it was a cool song, but it was like just not working. And he just was like, you need to play the guitar in this song. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. But then I did it. And as soon as I started playing, I was like, oh, man, this is the thing I feel like I've been wanting to do. I cannot remember anything you say when the streets are talking. Yeah, they call my name. And I walk a little further. I could go all day. And the trees are reaching, pointing out the way. From there, it's just been this like natural movement over. I still do play keys like when we do our long set back in Australia. I mean, because we can't take keys with us here, um, which is actually a nice moment now. And I like that it's a moment as opposed to the thing. And then I, I do really think that has allowed me to explore different, even songwriting. Like I have started writing a bit on the guitar, but even, you know, translating a song from me playing on the piano to the guitar always ends up you know, changing it or being quite interesting. Yeah. Mm. Do you feel like Christine McVie has helped you become, even though she was a, a songwriter who was behind a keyboard most mm -hmm. of the time, mm -hmm. it sounded like you were attracted to her. She didn't have like this desire to be like, yeah, da, da, I'm yeah. Christine McVie. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean, like, do you think that that's helped you become this kind of front woman with a mm. guitar? Does, does it ground you at all? I think it absolutely gives me permission to be who I am. You know, which is like the most beautiful gift. Because I feel like this that's who she is and she like allows me to be who I am. And there's a great peace that comes out of that. This kind of helps wade through the insecurity because I feel like I look at her and she just seems like this is who I am. And, and so instead of even me being like, I'm going to do it like her, I'm going, I'm just going to be me. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I think, I mean, I have a theory that that's, that is why people go to see music huh. because a lot of times musicians are being yeah like very open and vulnerable about being like this is yeah me. and that's awesome and the people in the audience and everyone you know we're all stumbling around in the dark trying to figure out what it is to be human so sure. when you see someone who's like being themselves yeah it's like oh that oh mm. okay yeah i can do that so like i think that's a I don't know. It's a nice line to follow. That's like, beautiful. And I mean, isn't that an amazing gift, really? If we can all just share our kind of experience of being human, like that is very exciting. Yeah. Just show people what it is yeah. to be, you know, to be vulnerable. Yeah. And this is Edge of Town. Middle Kids single that we first heard here at KTX and which also appears on their debut EP that was released earlier in 2017. And the band, they are on a serious North American tour through the middle of October. And I'll post the tour dates on the show notes page for this episode at ktx.org because they are probably coming to your town or a town near you. And if you live in Austin, you didn't get to see them during South by Southwest, or maybe you did get to see them, but you want to see them again, 
Yay, they are coming back to town. They're going to be playing the Austin City Limits Music Festival both weekends in October. If you liked the interview I did with Hannah Joy, then I bet you will like the one I did with Jen Wozner from Wyoke and Flock of Dimes. We also talk about what it means to be a woman who has chosen a life in music, this time via her love of a Joni Mitchell song. And seriously, like, we have over 97 episodes in our archives, with everyone from Tegan and Sarah to Thundercat talking about songs that changed their lives. And you can find these episodes on Apple Podcasts or at qtx.org or wherever you get your podcast. And while you're there looking through the archive, we would love it if you would leave a rating or a review. Ratings and reviews help us a lot. They help people find the podcast, which is like what we want. And they also make everyone here at Team This Song, like everyone who works on this podcast, feel super great. And do you have a song or a record or a musical experience that changed the way you saw the world? Well, we would love to hear about it. You can tweet us. We're at this song KTX, or you can send us an email. We're this song at KUTX.org. You can leave a comment on our Facebook page, or you can even call us. Our number is 512-766-9066. We'd love to hear your story, and we'd love to put it on the podcast. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of This Song. This song is a production of KTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by David Sanger and me, Elizabeth McQueen. And this interview was edited by Nadia Hamden, who did such a great job. Thank you. Taylor Wallace curates our Instagram account. Kelly Seal is our excellent intern. And thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And it is true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Our handle is at this song KTX. You can like us on Facebook and you can subscribe to this song along with the other KTX podcasts, Austin Music Minute, Liner Notes, and Song of the Day on iTunes. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. KUT's next AT Explained Live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there.